Okay, we are in. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to day 28, and happy Monday, one and all. I expect you are all feeling a little bit relieved today. We've made it through to the end of January. I know a lot of people struggle through this month financially, emotionally, physically, all that jazz. But congratulations, you have made it. February is around the corner. Let's effing go. Anyway, today, got something a little bit different for you. And um, you can thank a loyal subscriber for this one because this was sent to me and I read it and I was crying with laughter throughout. And I was like, this has to go on the YouTube. This has to go on the YouTube. So today we are going to be critiquing, fact-checking, breaking down, analyzing, commenting, whatever you want to say on Mr. Andrew Tate's fitness advice. So just to give you um, a little bit of context here, I was sent a tweet thread that Andrew Tate put out. I think it was actually, let me look. I think it was put out in like November. Yeah, November the 6th, 2023, okay? So I don't really use Twitter. I, I've started using it in the last week or so. No, I didn't really follow anybody because I don't use it. I go on it post leave, okay? But I'm following, I'm following him now because... <laughs> <laughs> he is hilarious, okay? And just a few, like, I mean, whenever you're talking about Andrew Tate these days, you ha you have to literally throw some caveats in, which is utterly ridiculous, but let's do it anyway. I feel like I actually watched, I went down a bit of a rabbit hole. I've watched one of his videos, and he has a he has a disclaimer, which he now puts at the, at the top of his videos. I'm not going to read it out. <laughs> Go and read it. It's it's um it's pretty funny. I think the thing is right. I don't know whether this man is innocent or guilty of the charges that have been put against him. I don't even know if he's been charged. I know he spent some time in jail. I don't know what's going on with that. But honestly, I don't really care because whether he is innocent or guilty, it it is going to have absolutely zero impact on my life. He is a man in this world. I am a man in this world. Whatever. It's irrelevant. And I think that's so. He's such a divisive figure. People like get so riled up. It's like you have to you have to love him or you have to hate him. And it's like, you could just like agree with like 50%, 60%, 40% of what the guy says and happily disagree with another part. Like you have to remember, like this is a, a bit of a caveat about him, but it, it's, it's wider reaching about other people. You don't have to love or hate everything. And you don't have to love or hate the people that love or hate the same things as you. Okay, we just end up in our own echo chambers when we do that. Nothing actually moves forward. And you have to remember, guys, that that is exactly what, you know, the powers that be, they want. They want to divide us. They know if we're divided, we cannot conquer. Okay? So that is exactly the point. Anyway, <laughs> it's also important to remember that, as with anybody on the internet, but particularly someone like this who is so famous now and puts out so much content, you, you get the impression that you know exactly what this person's life is because you may be watch two or three videos a day of someone like this, okay? But you don't. Even if you are watching, let's say, two or three videos a day, you are probably seeing 10 to 20 minutes of one of their waking days, right? It's a little bit like if you watch a show like Love Island or something like that, right? They condense 24 hours. I mean, take okay, take the sleeping out. They condense 16 hours of footage with, I don't know, how many people are in the house at the same time? 20 people, let's say, 16 to 20 people, they condense all of that footage. They probably have hundreds of cameras in there. They condense it to a 45-minute episode six days a week. 
and people watch it and they're like, I know that person inside out, I know exactly everything they're thinking, I know it. It's ridiculous, you don't. It's, it's real life soap operas, right? And having known people personally who have gone on these shows, men and women, I can promise you, I can tell you that not only is it completely fabricated, there are 30 plus people behind the cameras in the house at the same time with their contestants or whatever they're called these days, basically manipulating the show, telling them what to say, telling them what to do. And if they don't, they just cut that. They just cut it in certain ways to basically get the public to vote them out. That's what happens. Okay. It's exactly the same with anybody that you watch online and Andrew Tate is no different. Okay. I feel like we've caveated the shit out of this, but I think it's important. I think you also have to remember like, just because he's putting out this stuff, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's an A, an accurate representation of what he actually believes. B, that he's going to hit the nail on the head every single time because he is a human being. We all make mistakes. We all get things wrong, etc., etc. And C, that he's not actually just putting on a little bit of a caricature. I don't know the guy. My theory is a little bit like how, if you know David Goggins, Goggins says that he has this character, effectively, like a second personality, which he created, which is he calls Goggins. So he's David Goggins, but his second personality is Goggins. And you've got Andrew Tate, and then you've got Top G, Tate, whatever you want to call him. And I'm not too... I'm pretty convinced that he's done the same thing. He's basically gone, I need to get attention. This is a fantastic way of getting attention. I'm going to divide people, polarise people on purpose. And it is going to create hype, buzz. I'm going to get much more attention, more eyeballs on me. I can make more money. I'll get more famous. Now, did he want to go to jail? Probably not. What you know? For all we know, he wasn't really even in jail. I think he probably was. I saw the video when he came out in his eyes. He, you can see it in the eyes. Right. Let's get into this. I feel like I've spent six minutes caveating. Okay. So if you're still here, open mind. Okay, guys. <laughs> right. I've got the laptop. I'm going to read them off because uh, this is brilliant. Okay. So just to start, I, it's not relevant, but. I just want to like set the tone. Like, let's go into this having a little bit of a laugh, okay? So his Twitter bio. This is his Twitter bio. Five times, <laughs> five times boosted, X E X M, Vice slash BBC. Oh, okay. Um, BLM, Democrat, vegan, climate change, <laughs> Biden, twenty twenty four, and then he's got a Ukraine flag and a rainbow. And then he's got topg.com sells fascist items. <laughs> and then right at the end, it just, just says women drive great. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'm just, I'm reading what he has put. Okay, anyway, so I'll put, I'll put the, the actual tweet on the screen here, okay? So he put out a tweet, November the 6th, and it says, if this gets 2,000 retweets, I'll start a thread of free fitness tips. That's, that's very nice of him, isn't it? That's pretty good. You have to remember with guys like this, right? He now on the internet, I believe, is telling people he's a billionaire. Whether he is a billionaire or a millionaire, it doesn't really matter. He's clearly got a shit ton of money, okay? So when anybody who's got to a position of success, however they've got there, whether it's the right way or the wrong way, it's probably worth paying them a little bit of attention. Not a lot, just a little bit. Giving them, opening the door and being like, let me just listen. Let me just listen for five minutes. Five minutes of my time. Because if you think about it this way, right? Five minutes of their time is worth a fuck ton more than five minutes of mine or your time, probably, unless you're Elon Musk watching this. And if you are, what's up, Elon? Okay, so that's the first thing to think about this. I heard this, and it was a great thought the other day on a podcast. The guy said, I would charge at least 50 grand for one hour of my time. 
<clears throat> so if I do a three hour podcast, people are effectively getting 150 grams worth of value for free, which is pretty fucking mind blowing when you think about the availability of high quality information for free on the internet. The problem with the internet is that there is so much information, people don't know what to watch and they end up watching the bottom feed of shit where there's just, it's either, you know, if you're a guy, it's just girls getting naked because it's, you know, it's dopamine, it's, you know, it's what you want. Or it's um, it's low quality crap, which is adding no value, or it's super negative, and you know, whatever it might be, or it, or it's stuck in your ecosystem. It's that divisive content, okay? Exactly what Andrew Tate is very good at doing: creative, divisive content. Okay, so that was the so that was the thing, and you can see it's a picture of him. And let's be fucking real: the guy is in wicked shape, right? So he's thirty-seven years old, I believe. He's a year older than me. Fair play. I, I take. Take everything that you know about him in terms of his uh, potential crimes, whatever you want to call it, whether he's a criminal or not, whether he's guilty or not, and just look at this objectively, okay? This is a 37-year-old man who is clearly in very good shape, who is also a world, an ex-world champion in kickboxing. So if he's giving you fitness advice and he looks like that at 37, I would definitely pay attention. Forget whether he's a... A rapist or a human trafficker irrelevant okay and in this conversation we're talking about fitness okay and it's like you look at that and you're like fair fucking play mate you, you you're you're doing something right okay right so it he said it obviously got 2,000 retweets it got like fucking 12,000 okay so first one here we go so disclaimer see he's sensible he knows he knows you've got to disclaim fucking everything these days disclaimer Absolutely none of the advice, advice I will give you is based on any kind of evidence. I do not care what the matrix says is true or not via a study. Many things may be contrary to science. I don't want to see studies or hear opinions. I do not care. It's awkward. <laughs> Sorry, Andrew. <laughs> I'm posting what works for me. That is the most important line. That is the fucking most important line. And fair fucking play to him for saying that because... So many people, and I understand why they're doing it and I'm not criticizing them, but you'll see a lot of influencers, male and female, and because they are trying to grow their business, they will post their workouts, which is fantastic. It gives people content, it gives people motivation, it gives people ideas. But what they most of them are not doing is caveating it with, this is what works for me, because I've been training for 10 years, These, I am literally getting to that point where I am literally sharpening an ax. If you've just walked into a gym, you do not need to do backwards, upside down, fucking cable, glute side raises. Okay? So I think that's fantastic from him. Fair play. Okay, so that was the first one. Second one. It's up here. Coffee is your friend. You need at least five coffees a day, seven days a week. Fourth one of the day. Become a caffeinated human. Hot, cold, doesn't matter. Black. No milk and no sugar. It's a fantastic hunger suppressant. It stimulates the mind. It busies the body. Coffee is power. Overall, I think that's pretty good advice. Five, I mean, okay, so what is what does five coffees look like? Because you could line up 10 people, give them five coffees, and A, they would have a different reaction based on their, um, what's the word, their, their, their metabolic response to caffeine. Secondly, again, you could line up five coffees. They could all have different amounts of caffeine in them. Uh, different brands, all this sorts of stuff. Um, so you've got to think about a little bit of context there. But I get what he's doing. He's giving very broad brush advice, you know, because 
And I get that, and we'll come on to that. Black, no milk, no sugar. Agree with that, absolutely. No, I mean, I, I didn't know people added sugar to coffee. I knew they added it to tea. Sugar and coffee, is that a thing? Oh, I don't know. It's a fantastic hunger suppressant. Yes, it is, fantastic. It stimulates the mind. Yes, it does. It busies the body. Yes, it does. Coffee is power. So, okay, one thing I do want to add to this, which I think is very uh, valid, is coffee is a little bit like alcohol. It's a drug, and it is a drug, that, or caffeine is the drug, that I think you should consume if you were in a virtuous cycle. If your mindset is going in the right direction, it's going upwards, then by all means, drink alcohol and drink caffeine. Fan-fucking-tastic. Because it's going to, basically, you're already on the trajectory, it's just going to speed you up and get you there faster. Or maybe not alcohol, but caffeine, certainly. And uh, it's going to give you the right response. It's going to effectively, like, I try to steer away from the word boost, but hopefully you know what I mean. It's going to boost the hormonal response in the sense that it's, if you're feeling good, having a coffee is just going to make you feel even better. It's going to make you want to do more. It's going to make you want to do it faster. Okay. So like, I am very conscious of this with alcohol. Like I try to avoid sad drinking. I've never been one to fucking sit at home by myself and drink. I think that's, I think that's weird. I'll be honest with you. But if I'm out with friends, I am now, I don't, I'm not drinking at the moment, obviously. I am trying to be, when I go back to, I'm going to be conscious of like, if I'm not in the right place mentally, I'm not going to drink. But overall, I think this is pretty good advice. I think five, maybe a bit too much. He can say this because I think the guy's a bit of a coffee fiend. I think he drinks a shit ton of coffee. Um, so I, yeah, five might be a bit too much for some people, but meh. Also, the only other caveat I would add to this is, he's going to call me a pussy for this, but he's not going to watch it, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Coffee after like 2, 3 p.m., depending on when you go to bed, is, is probably a fucking dumb idea. Uh, you know, at that point, you're just screwing your sleep over, and sleep is probably the most important thing that you can do. It helps reset everything. So, you know, it, over a long enough time horizon, if you were to do, if you were to drink coffee at 7, 8, 9 p.m., you're just never going to get the sleep quality. You might get the sleep quantity. You might fall asleep, but you're not getting that deep REM sleep where you're actually recovering and, and restoring and re resetting your hormonal balance. And so overall, I think it would have, on a long time, long enough time horizon, cause more harm than good. But overall, yeah, fair fucking play to him. Okay, what is up next? Uh, next one. Rest days are a lie. You will rest while you're asleep. The lazy embrace the idea of rest and endlessly rant about it. It's how about how it's more important than training. Your entire shit lazy life is rest. <laughs> you do not need rest days. Don't listen to this garbage. You should train seven days a week. Never, ever miss a day. Cool. Okay. I can get on board with this to an extent. I think... If I think about his audience, it's, it's primarily young men. Young men who are probably not doing as much as they should do. And I think what he is getting at with this advice is he's basically saying to guys, do more. I think I said it the other day, like when people come to me and ask me about how much water they should drink, I just say more because I can almost fucking guarantee with a 99.9% accuracy that they're not drinking what I would consider enough water. And I think that's what he's doing here. He's basically, imagine he's getting, I don't know, 100,000, a million guys messaging him and basically saying, Andrew, 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 what split should I do? Andrew, 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 what exercises should I do? He doesn't have the mental capacity to sit there and write out a fucking training program for every single one of these young guys. I love that they're messaging him and I love that he's doing this because it's constructive. But <laughs> rest days are a lie. I think what he's aiming at is basically saying to guys, do more. 
And if that is the case, then I fucking love that because absolutely, if the, the, your mental problems, we, we, we cannot necessarily cure them with physical remedies, but it's a bloody good start. You know, if you are feeling mentally in a dark place, and this is coming from someone who has been on SSRIs in the past, has been clinically diagnosed with depression and anxiety and OCD, all that shit, I can absolutely tell you that if you do exercise, if you live what you'd call a healthy lifestyle, traditional healthy lifestyle, you will feel better. So I think what his message is here is that just do fucking more. And he knows that if he tells people to do seven days a week, they'll get to maybe four or five. Now in their head, they might think, oh, but... The top G is telling me I need to do seven. I'm a failure. But he's thinking, yeah, you're fucking smashing it, mate. Because you're now doing, you went from doing one or none to four or five. You know, that's a 200, 300% increase on your output. So well fucking done, right? So I think that's what he's saying there. Okay, next one. Sugar is your enemy. Fatty food is fine. You can eat KFC all day long. Just don't have it with a Coke. All these seed oils, babies, breakdowns are probably true. Although who actually has time to care or give a fuck? Eat absolutely anything you want. Just avoid sugar. It's poison. This is a really interesting one because for a long time, when I first sort of, I don't know, what, I, didn't, I suppose I did graduate as a nutritionist. When I first graduated as a nutritionist, I came from an evidence-based background, but it was a very practical evidence-based background. It wasn't like, here's the science and you have to do exactly what it says. It was, here's the science. Now we need to find a way to fit this into your busy, stressful, hectic existence in this world, okay? And a big part of it for me was, if you're getting 80% of it right, you're doing better than 99% of people. And so I would say to people, eat 80% for function, 20% for fun. And that fun, in almost every scenario, is going to involve either drinking alcohol, which almost all alcohol has sugar in it, uh, or, or eating sugary food, chocolates, um, you know, savory, crisps, crisps are savory, but you know what I mean, chocolates, cakes, sweets, all this sort of, all this sort of garbage. What is interesting is that I've been doing this a very long time personally, and this year particularly, in the last, what, six months or so, I was like, you know what, I feel like, and maybe this is arrogant, I don't know, I feel like in terms of performance and my output, I'm not talking about intelligence or success or any of this, I am in the top 0.1% of performance. Like, I can get up and work 15 hours every single day, seven days a week, without a rest, without a mental breakdown. And when you consider that the average person in an office, office worker, does three hours of focused work a day, I'm basically doing five five times more than them per day and I'm getting two extra days because I'm doing weekends as well. Now there's plenty of people who watch this and go, well, that's not healthy. Cool, maybe it's not for you, that's fine. In where I am right now, I am trying to build a business. I'm in a sort of what you'd call hustle mode. It is healthy for me because guess what? If I don't do it, I'm not gonna fucking eat. <laughs> so that's where I am, it's my perspective. I'm not telling you to do that. But one of the things I have done to do that, and it's one of the hardest things, is I have basically cut out sugar completely. The hardest part for me was the chocolate. I used to always say to people, and I still do, and I'm, I'm not changing my advice to most people here, is 80% for function, 20% for fun. So if you like chocolate, you can have a chocolate bar a day, but earn that fucking chocolate bar. I'm not saying earn your food, I'm saying earn your treats. You, you know, it makes you sound like a dog, I know. But maybe we do need to have the discipline and sort of you know be treated a little bit like dogs, because then, we'd actually get somewhere. You know, if your dog starts getting too fat, you feed it less and take it for more walks, right? 
<laughs> you know, why don't we do this to ourselves? We just self-sabotage, self-sabotage, self-sabotage. We eat all donuts and all this shit and then wonder why we feel like dog shit. So he's, I think, coming at this from like an absolute optimization. If you want to be on your absolute A game, then yes. But again, what I think he's doing here is he's saying, if I'm, if I'm raising this awareness towards the, sh the fact that sugar is bad and processed food generally is bad and people cut down their sugar intake because of this advice, they might not cut it down to zero. I don't think anyone can ever cut it down to zero, but they cut it down, then they're going to perform better. Because th there's a big link, anecdotally, I can see between performance and sugar consumption. As you consume more sugar, your performance goes down, okay? Um, particularly over a long horizon. Again, like try not to look at these days in isolation. Try not to think, oh, well, yesterday I ate this and, and today I feel fine. It's like, it's not about that. Like we can all sleep one bad night and you'll get through the next day. Try having three bad nights sleeps in a row. You're a different fucking person. It's the same with what you put in your body. It's your food, your water, your alcohol, whatever it might be. So I think that's what he's saying here. Okay. Oh, this is a cute one. Hugs have genuine healing power. Hurt, question mark, injured, question mark, aching, question mark. Hug your girl. Or guy, you know, that's fine. But, yeah, you know what? Fair fucking play to him. I think, you know what? He's promoting healthy relationships there, by the sounds of it. That's what I, that's how I read it anyway. Um, and there's a lot of studies that are coming out about um, basically one of the, the, one of the biggest causes of uh, early death, let's say, is it all comes back to loneliness. It does. It comes back to, you know, we are social creatures. We haven't got to this point as the top of the food chain individually. We've done it as a collective. So I think what he's doing there, oh yeah, fair fucking play. Okay, next up. You can eat absolutely anything you want and as much as you want, <laughs> okay? But only for one hour a day. I usually do 7 p.m. and go to bed full. The rest of the day, don't touch a thing. Hungry, are you, or oh poor baby. <laughs> You can only live months. You can only live months without food. Are you going to be okay till dinner time? Is is your little wee wee hurt? Do you have, do you have a little tiny wee wee? Does bread control you? Is bread your boss? Shall we talk about how hungry you are? Shall we have a therapy session? Point on this doll where it hurts. Oh no, not your tummy. Gay. <laughs> Be hungry and sharp. <laughs> he's just, he's, I tell you, he's got away with words, man. He's got away with words. Okay. So you can eat absolutely, basically he's saying you can eat anything you want as long as you only eat for one hour a day. Okay, cool. So yeah, I get what he's saying here. Basically, he's saying that you can eat anything you want as long as it's for only one hour a day because it would be very fucking hard for you to eat more than two to 3,000 calories a day, a day if you're eating in one day. And I, I'm not sure what he's going to say next, but I'd imagine he's not having... Well, I know he doesn't drink. Uh, I also know he's probably not having fucking milkshakes from McDonald's and shit like that. So... He's probably saying here, you can eat whatever you want, but really he's talking, he's thinking about what he eats, which is high quality food, vegetables and meat, I'd imagine. Maybe some eggs, I don't know. And so, yeah, absolutely. You know, think about this way, right? If you were to eat like once in a day, your, your stomach is going to shrink down, first of all. Second of all, um, so you're just not going to be able to eat, put as much volume in it in one sitting. 
Uh, second of all, if you are eating higher quality foods, you know, like the ve uh, vegetables, which are very um, nutrient dense uh, and voluminous and meat, and which is high protein, which makes it, it's the most difficult macronutrients break down protein. It requires the most digestive work effectively. And uh, it's, it's filling as well. It's an appetite suppressant uh, protein because it fills you up. You know, try having three chicken breasts in a row. You're not going to be able to do it. So I get what he's saying here. And actually, I think as long as people read it properly, I probably would have made it a bit shorter if it was me, because I think he could have just summarized it in those two lines. The rest of it is kind of like, he's just taking the piss, isn't he? Let's be honest. Okay. Ooh, okay. I'm not sure I can comment too much on this one. Um, beef bone broth makes you strong. It is literally the annihilated bones of strong cattle. You won't consume that, but you consume gummy bears instead. <laughs> and you wonder why your woman doesn't love you. Okay. I mean, I can't really comment on this one, actually, because I've never had beef bone broth. So I will just move on to that one. Let me know in the comments if you've had it. Okay, here we go. I can definitely comment on this one. Fruit isn't healthy. It's a psyop. Avoid it. You'll be healthier if you never eat fruit again. It's loaded with sugar. Fruit juices are the absolute worst. Orange juice is worse than Coke. I don't know if he's talking about the drug or the drink. I think he's probably talking about the drink. Avoid completely. Meat, vegetables as much as possible. Endless steaks and veg. So there you go. I mean, I didn't, hadn't read that. But yeah, he's eating meat and vegetables. So he's eating nutrient-dense, voluminous, high-protein diet. Smart man. You'll get bad carb hunger. Have a tiny handful of fries or whatever and cram in more steak. You don't need to count calories. Just eat this diet as much as you want for one hour a day. 60% meat, 20% veg, 20% carbs. You'll look like an animal. Okay, there's a lot of information to take in there. Fruit isn't healthy. So, interesting stuff around this. People might be surprised to know that fruit isn't as healthy as they might think it is or it once was. Basically what's happened is, is that over the years, because of demand and because of supply and greed effectively, the, a lot of the fruit that you buy is genetically modified now. It's been pumped full of steroids, pesticides, herbicides, all this sort of shit, and then sold to you. And the easiest way to see this is if you go and look at blueberries or strawberries in your supermarket now, they're fucking massive, right? And they taste incredibly sweet. If you Google, literally do this, Google what a blueberry looked like 50 years, sorry, some loud noise, 50 years ago, whenever it was, and you will see it's literally like the size of a fucking pea. So those blueberries are healthy. Now, what I do is I do, I find those small blueberries. I have frozen blueberries and they're tiny little fuckers. Those are healthy because the type of sugar is very different to your simple sugar. You've got glucose and you've got fructose. Fructose tends to come from fruit and it's, it, it's, it's fine. It doesn't really count towards what I would call your sugar content. I would say, I mean, don't go crazy on it, but have fruit. It's going to help. It's also fibrous. So I, I, I agree and disagree a little bit there. Fruit juices, he's 100% right. They're fucking terrible. Um, they've just incinerated all the goodness of the fruit and just given you the sugar. So yes, 100% avoid fruit juices. Um, if you actually realize who the orange juice companies are owned by, they're owned by Coca-Cola and PepsiCo. So you're drinking orange juice, but you're basically drinking their shit. So yes, avoid them. 
And then this is what I was saying. Yeah, he's eating a high-protein diet with vegetables. Uh, he's saying have a tiny handful of fries. So I, would, I will add to this that I would, I with most of my clients, I'll give them a very typically speaking, obviously we, we, we vary this person to person based on personal preference and goals. But I would say, you know, at least 20% coming from protein, uh, 40 to 60% from carbs and the, the rest, which is going to be, you know, 20 to 40% coming from fats. You want to have an omnivorous balanced diet containing all your macronutrients because they all have massive benefits to your overall health, physical and mental, uh, endocrinologically. Whew, that's a fucking word, isn't it? Do with your hormone system, okay? So yes, absolutely. You don't want to be on the extreme ends of either spectrum, in my opinion. You don't want to be a carnivore. You don't want to be a vegan. You want to be somewhere in the middle if you want to optimize your health, okay? Um, I would say, though, that having like uh, whole carbs, let's call them that, you know, rice or potatoes um, that are cooked in a healthier way, like baked potato or white rice or something like that, I would probably chuck that in. You know, that that's going to help you, in my opinion. In terms of performance, I, I have rice. I, 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 really sh I should have more potato, actually. I'm going to do that. But yeah. Right, let me just have one of my coffees. Okay. Um, are we done? No, we're not done. Sorry. This is a long old video, isn't it? We're up to 30 minutes, guys. I mean, this 30 minutes is flowing by. I challenge anyone to test you. I challenge anyone. I challenge. I challenge anyone to any test you want, any time you want. Never taken a steroid ever. I don't even know how the tests work and I don't care. Let's just do it. Zero steroids ever. So let's take all of the stuff we know into context. The guy's a world-class athlete. He's 37 years old. He looks like the, uh, the I'll put it back up here, this. Um, and uh, we know he eats a high protein diet. We know he doesn't drink alcohol. Uh, so based on everything he's saying and based on how he looks and based on photographs and angles, I, I agree with him. I, don't, I, I believe him. I don't think he's on steroids. The, I mean, if anything, he may be on a bit of TRT, but like, I don't know. Some people call that a steroid. Some people don't. TRT is something that I will 100% be going on as soon as my testosterone starts to dip, which it probably will soon. I mean, actually, I'm defying fucking science at the moment. I'm, my testosterone continues to rise. I'm 36. So we'll see. But I think, let's be real, you know, we're not invincible. Once I hit 40, I will definitely look into TRT, testosterone replacement therapy. It's going to become a lot more mainstream by then. Um, and that's a, that's a fucking good thing, by the way, because 70 plus percent of suicides are in men and they index into that age bracket. And the reason being is that their testosterone drops. They feel like they've got a lack of purpose and drive. And unfortunately, ultimately, it leads to a very vicious cycle of mental and physical health, deprecation, and, 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 and very unfortunately, a lot, of, a lot of suicide. So, I don't think he's on steroids, personally. But even if he is, who gives a shit? Really? Like, who cares? I just fucking let him live his life. Sunshine is good for you, but I feel like winter sun is better. A little bit chilly, but beaming perfectly bright. Will not explain. Fair. Doesn't have to, does he? He's giving you all this advice for free. Um, yeah, sunshine is fucking great. Like, I, people joke about it. Like, I moved to Spain nine months ago. Had to go back to the fucking Matrix for three months, London. And um, in the summer as well. And I can absolutely attest that sunshine is fucking good for you. I, I literally think it's like a steroid. Like, I have 
gotten into the best shape of my life. It enables me to do more. I feel better. I sleep better. Just everything, 100%. Like, and, it, and it's a real tough one because it was, it was one of the biggest drivers for me to leave the UK was the lack of sunshine. Even in the summer, it's just so fucking non-existent and it sucks, man. And I get that a lot of people are very grounded there with families and mortgages and responsibilities and jobs that aren't mobile and all this sorts of stuff. So I can only tell you my experience. I was in London 13 years. I lived in the UK for 20. Was it 20? No, 24. Fuck. 24 years. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it's not a healthy place to live. That's for sure. And you can see that in the data. The obesity rates going up, the suicide rates going up, the depression rates going up. People are getting more and more miserable. So it's, it's fact. Can't really comment on the next one. Nicotine along with caffeine is a miracle drug. Nicotine and caffeine together give you fire blood. It's literally what I run on. The unhealthy part of nicotine is the delivery system vehicle. Very true, the smoking, not the nicotine itself. Therefore, you could chew nicotine gum, but this would make you gay. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just gone on another rant you would end up spending a large portion of your life in homosexual nightclubs so smoke like a hero and train so hard that your lungs never let any tar take hold i wake up have 10 coffees endless cigars and shisha all day eat a ton of meat at 7 p.m my lungs work so hard every day that any smoking damage is eradicated before it can take hold. My testosterone level is massive. I'm on zero drugs or steroids. My money is strong and my Johnson is long. Top G, top striker, carbon boss, badness president. And then he's put a photo of himself. And then he's carried on. Nicotine plus caffeine equals powerine. I think that might be the, the next. Yeah, that is. That's a month later. So that's the end of the thread, guys. I think that one, I can't really comment on that one. I've never smoked. I've never tried nicotine. Maybe it's something to look into. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and advocate smoking. But let's be real. Of all the stuff he said, I agree with 90% of it. 95% of it, to be fair. I think, he's, I think he's spot on. I think that he is, maybe not in everything he does and says, but in this particular thread, in this particular post, he is trying to be constructive. He is trying to add value. He is trying to motivate guys to get up and do more. And anybody who does that, in my eyes, in this light, <laughs> disclaimer, caveat, etc., is doing a good thing. So if you just take this post in isolation, I think it's fucking class. So fair play to him. Don't know if he's a fucking human trafficker or not. Don't really care. Cool. Right, well, that's 35 minutes. That's by a mile the longest one we've done so far. But I thought it'd be a little bit different. I thought it'd be a little bit fun. Uh, hopefully you've enjoyed it. If you have, like, comment, subscribe, tell a thousand of your friends. Remember, first hundred subscribers are getting Lambos. Andrew Tate's paying. <laughs> and uh, I'll catch you tomorrow, guys.